Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Fresh Encounter, the radio ministry of Lifelong Anointing Church. Our mission as a church is to equip the body of Christ to increase in wisdom and in stature, and in favor with God and with men. We're glad that you joined us for this edition of the broadcast. It is our prayer that this broadcast will be a blessing to you. Here now is Pastor Otuno with today's message. Now, for the past couple of weeks, we have been looking at what it takes to be able to prepare for us to be able to enter into the new year. And today we are going a step further by looking at breaking or going into the new year, preparing for the better tomorrow by breaking the yokes of limitation. By breaking the yokes of limitation. In, in Exodus chapter 14, in, in Exodus, sorry, Genesis 27, Reading from verse number 40, the Bible makes us understand that Isaac made a very unusual pronouncement upon the life of his son, uh, of his son Esau. When he was giving him that patriarchal blessing, he said, it shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. You know, it shall come to pass when thou have had the, when thou have had the dominion that thou shall break his yoke from off thy neck. Okay. In other words, Isaac, in other words, as you begin, he was talking to Esau. He's saying that I have blessed your brother. I've given your brother all the blessings that he, I know, that, uh, that's, uh, that you, was, you were supposed to get. Now, if you are going to, and he is going to continue to be the ruler over your life. He's going to continue to be the head. He's going to continue to be the blessed person. I have made provisions for him. I have blessed him in a way that you can never imagine. But he's saying that, and you will continue, he will continue to dominate you. But he's saying that the only time you are going to come to the place of freedom, the only time you are going to come to the place of uh, of excellence, the only time you are going to break his dominion over your over the life of uh, over, uh, break, break the dominion of Jacob over your life, Esau, is when you shall be able to come to the point of taking the yoke from your neck. In other words, as you begin a new chapter in your life, Esau, as you begin to look at, as you begin to live a life when I am gone, he's saying that you will live in the shadow of your brother. You will be limited compared to your brother. You will not enjoy the same level of favor, the same level of provision, the same level of blessings like your brother. But the only time you are going to be free from your brother is when you break that yoke of limitation that is hanging around your neck. And that is why he was saying that and when thou shalt have the thou shalt have the dominion when his yoke is broken from your neck. When that limiting factor in your life is taken away. When that particular issue, that attitude, that behavior, that disposition is taken away. That is when you, Esau, will be able to have victory. You'll be able to have dominion, you'll be able to have freedom from your brother uh, from your brother Jacob. And Esau was determined to make sure that that the, you know that yeah, that he's free from his brother and he made up his mind from that very day that he was going to kill Jacob because he believed that Jacob was going to be a problem to him so he made up his mind he was going to kill him and Jacob understood that his brother was determined to kill him so Jacob took you know Jacob ran away the question this morning is not about Jacob and Esau right now Jacob and Esau are just used as an illustration but the real issue here is that what is the yoke in our lives that is keeping us from moving forward. That is the question we want to deal with. And the reason we are looking at that is because there is no way you, your progress in the new year is going to be limited as long as there's a yoke hanging upon your neck. 
unless that yoke is taken away, unless that particular attitude is destroyed, unless that behavior is taken away, unless certain things in our lives are put right, you will find out that you want to move forward, but that thing is dragging you back. You want to move forward, but you are not having the victory that you are looking for. You want to be able to break through, but you find out that there's still that limitation hanging there. What is that yoke in our life that is keeping us from having our desired dominion? That is the question. What that is the question. And the yoke, you know, what is that yoke that is limiting our ability, our advancement, our progress? And I said, like I said, until you take away that yoke that, that is specific to your life and situation, the, 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 the dominion that you are looking for, the victory that you are looking for, the progress we are looking for in 2017 might be elusive. And that is why I want to go step by step by asking you that, by first of all, going through what yokes are, how, what the importance of yoke and how to destroy them. So this very morning, we want to start by asking the question, what is a yoke and why are we talking about it this morning? What is a yoke in the life of an individual? Now, in the neck of the wood where I come from, okay, there is the reality of the spiritual. Okay, What I mean by that is that there is the demons there, they dress, they don't dress like this. Okay, They don't dress like this. And there's something that we used to tell people, when you see a person, who takes, you know, if you are from Africa, you probably go to the Marabus or you go to all those uh, spiritual healers. They put, when they hold a horn or they hold anything, any dead, any part of the dead animal, those are still small boys. Okay? The real people who are the real troublesome devils, they have swallowed their oracles. Okay? They have swallowed it. All they have to do is speak a word. Okay? And things begin to happen. If you don't believe me, you don't have to believe me, but I'm telling you it's a reality. Okay? When a man is walking on a paved road and you can see his footprints, you know there's something that's going on. You understand what I'm saying? You're walking on this Morphysburg Road right now, eh? that tarred road, and you can see a man's footprint. I'm not talking about walking on sand. I'm saying you can see the person's footprint. What I'm saying is that the devils that are active where I come from, they are not the devils who are just messing with you. They have swallowed their oracle, and everything that comes out of their mouth, they mean it. And when they tell you this is what they want to happen to you, it will happen. There's no question about it. And the only way you can overcome those kind of people is to have the power of God in your life. The only way you can deal with those kind of people is to have a power that is greater than their own power. That is the only way. I tell you something, the devil does not understand any other language. There's only one language the devil understands. And that is the language of power. That is the only language the devil understands. You don't see the devil say, devil, leave me alone. You say, fine. You become what? You become a prey in the hands of the enemy. Okay? The only language the devil understands is the language of power. And that is what we're talking about here. So what is a yoke? And why are we talking about it? A yoke is a wooden piece, a wooden cross piece that is fastened around the neck of two animals and attached to a plow or a cart so that they can pull it. Okay? That is the general picture of a yoke that most of us have. If you see the picture up there, there is a picture that will come up here. If you have. That is what, that's the picture of a yoke that most people have. Okay? And that is basically what a yoke is supposed to be. It's supposed to be a piece of a crosswood that joins two animals or two things or two people together. Okay? In other words, yoke is something that unites two things. It is something that joins two things together. It is something that brings two different parties together and make them to walk in the same direction. And that is why you need to understand the things that you as a Christian join with, the things that you as a Christian allow to come into your life, they might be something that will move you forward or they might be something that will bring you back. 
So the yokes that you bring into your life, the things that you bring into your life is a function of how far you are going to walk. How far you are going to travel is a function of the people that you are traveling with. And the yoke is a unifying element. Something that brings two things together and forces them to move in the same direction. Now the Bible describes two types of yoke. The first one you see in the book of Matthew chapter 11. Jesus Christ said that in verse number 28. He said, come unto me all you that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me for I am meek and lowly in heart and ye shall find rest for your soul. For my yoke is is easy and my burden is light. Basically what the Lord is saying, the yoke that the Lord is describing here is the yoke that God himself invites his children to be a part of. Is the yoke of joining yourself with the almighty God so that the two of you can be traveling in the same direction. God is saying, I have a yoke here. My neck is already on it. I want you to put your neck in the other one so that both of us can travel in the same direction. That is the yoke that God himself is talking about. But there's another yoke that is described in the scripture. Okay, and that is found in the book of Second Corinthians chapter 6. The Bible tells us there, it says, Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. It's describing what you should not be a part of, what you should not join yourself to. It says, be, unbe- uh, be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? And what, commi- uh, what communion has light with darkness? In other words, darkness has put its head in a particular, in a particular slot. And then you want to put your neck in the second one. He said, what communion do you have? What fellowship do you have? What agreement do you have? Why should you be joining yourself with something that is opposed to the direction that you are going? Why should you be in the same car? Somebody is going to Chattanooga. You are going to Nashville. And both of you are sitting in the same car. There is going to be a problem. Definitely there is going to be a problem. Because by the time they start driving to Chattanooga, you realize you are going to Nashville. They will ask you, okay, then you change your mind. You start. You will keep going in circles. You will never get to where you are going. You will never get there. And that's what Jesus was asking. This The, the verse in the Second Corinthians chapter 6 described the yoke that God does not want his children to be involved in. The yoke of joining yourself with the devil and his agents. That is what we're talking about here. So whenever the Bible uses the word yoke, whenever the Bible uses the word yoke, the Bible is referring to servitude. Okay? When the Bible is referring to yoke, the Bible is referring to subjugation. When the Bible is referring to you, the Bible is talking about forced labor. When the Bible is talking about you, the Bible is talking about slavery. Okay? When the Bible is talking about slavery, when the Bible is talking about yoke, it's talking about the fact that you are subjugated. That you are not moving in the direction that you are supposed to go. That you are joining yourself with the wrong set of people. That you are being, you are associating with the wrong crowd. You are associating with the wrong group. That's what the Bible is saying. When the Bible uses the word yoke. Okay. In other words, the yoke is a metaphor for oppression. Yoke is a, uh, is a metaphor for burdensome labor. That's what it is. So when the Bible said, do not be unequally yoked together with unbeliever, basically the Bible is simply saying, don't be involved in any oppressive relationship. Don't be involved in any burdensome relationship. Separate yourself from those kind of things. The question is that, what is the purpose of a yoke? Why does the farmer put a yoke in the neck of two oxen? Why does the farmer do that? The farmers do that so that they can plow their field. Okay. Why does an indi- why, why, why is a yoke placed in the neck, you know, in the life of an individual? Why is yoke, what is yoke designed to do in the life of a person? What is a yoke designed to do? The first thing that a yoke is designed to do, the yoke is designed to force what is called force conformity. 
if the if the farmer wants a particular animal to travel in a particular direction, what does he do? He puts a yoke around that particular animal's neck and then force them to go in the direction that they should go. What a yoke does in your life is that it forces conformity. Because you have no option than to do what you have been told to do. Number two, if it dictates your behavior, a yoke will dictate your behavior. Number three, a yoke will limit your advancements. Because you can't go as fast as you want to go. You can't go in the direction that you want to go. You can't go at the pace you want to go. You have to go at the pace that the person who is controlling the yoke goes. So the yoke will limit your advancement. The yoke will restrict your movement. You cannot travel in any direction you want to go. You have to go the direction of the person who is dictating your is dictating so yoke restricts movement and yoke will enforce burden upon you the yoke will enforce burden upon you and finally the yoke will punish insubordination what do i mean by that it simply means that when you are not do when you are doing what you have been told not to do a yoke upon your life will force you to do what you have done you know they will force you to stay in line that's basically what the yoke will do for you and what are we doing? You know, well, that, that is the purpose of yoke in the life of an individual. That is why when you there is a yoke in your life, you cannot go where you want to go. You cannot do what you want to do. You cannot. Your life becomes limited when there is a yoke in your life. Okay? When there is a yoke in your life. And the question then is, why are we looking at yoke as part of our preparation for the new year? Why is it important? Why are we looking at it? We're looking at yoke as part of our preparation for the new year because as long as you have a yoke, a burden in your life, you will be living a life of subjugation. In other words, you're going to be living below power. As long as that yoke is there, as long as that particular thing is there, you will find that you will not be able to go in the direction that you want to go. If you have a particular issue in your life, and let's assume you have a you have a yoke of debt upon your life, you will not be able to do what you want to do. As much as you like that car, as much as you like that house, as much as you like that particular jacket, you cannot have it because what? You don't have the money. You are living under the burden, under the yoke of debt. So yoke, the reason we are talking about it is because if you don't get rid of that particular yoke, if you don't get rid of that particular body, you will live a life of subjugation. Number two, you, uh, your progress will be, your progress and advancement will be limited. As long as that yoke is there. Because let me, I give the example of the debt. As long as that debt burden is there, you might desire to buy a new house. You might desire to buy a new car. You might not, you will not be able to buy it because you cannot advise, you cannot afford it because of the debt that is hanging around your neck. So our progress and our advancement will be limited unless we get rid of that particular yoke. Number three, until you get rid of the yoke, you will be laboring under unnecessary burden. Unless you get rid of the yoke that is in our lives. Unless we get rid of the yoke that is in our life as a family, as individual and as a church, we will be laboring under the unnecessary burden. That is why we need to get rid of it. And number four, unless we, until we get rid of, until we get rid of the yoke and the bodies in our life, what you find is that God will appear as if he's not able to hear and answer prayer. God will not, it will appear as if God doesn't hear and answer prayer. It will appear as if the promise of the Almighty God are fake. If you appear as if God no longer is in the business, God is no longer in the business of, of, of hearing and answering prayer because of the fact that there is a yoke that is sapping away the grace of God, that is sapping away the power of God, that is sapping away the promises and the challenge, the, the promises of God on, in your life. That is why we are looking at yokes this morning. The question then is, how do you know if there's a yoke operating in your life? How do I know if there's a yoke operating in my life?
How do I know? Number one, you know that you are living under a yoke when you see a pattern of limitation in your life. In other words, when other people are moving in a particular direction, when people are doing certain things, you find out that you, not that you don't have the ability, but you just find that you cannot do it. Things are happening for others, but for some reason it's not happening to you. Blessings are coming to other people, but for some reason it's not happening to you. When other people are receiving the miracles, for some reason it just eludes you. When other people are going to a particular place and doors are opening for them, when you get there, that is when they shut the door. You know there's a yoke going on in your life. Number two, how do you know there's a yoke going on in your life? You know there is a going, there's a yoke going on in your life when you have this pattern of failure and disappointments. Patterns of failure and disappointments. When they say they want to give, when they say they okay, they are going to give fifty people a particular kind of uh, they are giving a, they are giving fifty people a, a, a kind of a bonus at work. You will find out that by the time you show up, you'll be number one, number fifty two, or number fifty three. You just find out that things you have a pattern of failure, a pattern of disappointment. Everything is going on very well, but by the time you show up, that is when the trouble starts. When everybody begins to enjoy a particular blessing, as soon as you put your hands into it, that is when you get into trouble. You know there is something going on in your life. When there is a pattern of failure and disappointment in your life. Number three, how do you know that you are living under a yoke? You are living under a yoke. You will know when you see a pattern of what I refer to as the near success syndrome. Near success syndrome. In other words, other, you are getting very close to a point of breakthrough. Something happens and the disappointment follows. You are getting close to the time of breakthrough. Something happens and the disappointment follows. You are getting close to the time of marriage. Something happens and the guy decides to go away. You are getting close to the point of having children. Something happens and then there is a miscarriage. You are getting close to a point of promotion. Something happens and then they put a seal upon promotion. There is a near success syndrome. You see the success from afar. But you are not able to partake of it. You know there is a yoke going on. Number four, how do you know there is a you are living under a yoke? You are living under a yoke. You, you are living under a yoke when you see a pattern of unusual hardship. A pattern of unusual hardship. Everybody, you know, things are difficult for everybody. For your own case, is a perpetual difficulty. Things are not going on very well in the community, but in your own case, there's a perpetual decline. There's a perpetual problem. There's a pattern of unusual hardship that is associated with you. You know there is a yoke going on. And number five, how do you know that there is a yoke going on? You know that there is a yoke happening, going on in your life when you have this pattern of destructive behavior. A pattern of destructive behavior. You know that what you are doing is wrong. You know you should not be involved in those activities. But you keep on doing it. Not because you enjoy it, but for some reason you have no power over it. People who are involved in sexual activity. People who are involved in drug addiction. people are, Those are yoke in the life of an individual. They know the destructive pattern. They know what this thing can do to them. They don't want to do it. They cry every day when they have done it. But for some reason they find themselves doing it again. There is a particular yoke that has tied them down. There is something that has hooked them up. That they are not able to break that particular pattern of destructive behavior. When you see that thing going on in your life. And you know that you are not able to break free from something that is holding you captive. You know there is a yoke in operation in your life. A pattern of destructive behavior. The question is. Do you see any of these patterns in your life? Do you see any of this pattern in your family? Do you see any of those patterns in your, in your relatives? That when certain things are about to happen in your family or certain things are about to happen to your brothers and sisters, a certain behavior, a certain circle begin to show up itself. If you see those things happening, you know there is a yoke happening. There's a yoke in operation in that place and it must be broken. If you have a yoke that must be broken and you refuse to deal with it, you will not be able to move forward.
Because at that point in time, anytime you get to that particular state, you will find out that you continue to make the same mistake. And that is why when some people, they have done very well, they have prepared themselves, they are gone, and they get to the point where the whole world is supposed to recognize them, they make a very stupid mistake. And they come trembling down. They raise a business, do a business, do a business, and then at the end of the day, when they are about to break through, they begin to, they, they now form an alliance with somebody who now messes up the whole thing for them. They have been traveling in a particular direction. All of a sudden, they see a young man who starts whispering nonsense into their ears. And before they know what's happening, they join with that young man and they mess up their lives. The point we are making is that until you deal with a particular issue that is reoccurring in your life, you might not be able to get to where you want to get to. And the devil is a very interesting devil. In the sense that he operates the same pattern. When you see a pattern in your life, you know. You can tell because it's the same pattern that is repeating itself over and over and over again. And you can tell when it's operating. But now if you want to go into the new year and you are not ready to deal with this yoke, you are not ready to deal with these issues, you are not ready to deal, you don't want to carry unnecessary baggages into the new year, you must confront these issues in your life. I must confront it in my life. We must confront it as a church. Because as long as we have this thing going on, this will be a point of entry. A point, a, 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 a weakness within our, our, within our, you know, in our, in our body that the enemy can always exploit. There's a strong possibility that if you don't deal with those things, if we don't deal with those things in our life, there is a strong possibility that the new year will not be better than the previous ones. And that will not be our portion in Jesus' name. If we refuse to deal with the yokes in our life, we will notice that, you know, just like many people, they come to church. A lot of people come to church. A lot of people pray. A lot of people do all the Christian things. They do all those nice, nice, nice things in the church. They are the ones who pray. They pray the loud and all those kind of things. But what you find is that many people do not see a real change in their life because there are certain things in their life that they have not dealt with. They have not dealt with insecurity. They have not dealt with fear. They have not dealt with all those kind of uh, sexual perversions. They have not dealt with all those kind of things. And at the end of the day, as long as you refuse to deal with these issues, you will be limited in your progress. It's just like a student who goes to school. The teacher keeps telling you, in your English class, you are not writing properly. You have a problem with grammar. You have a problem with sentence construction. You have a problem with writing mechanism. And you refuse to correct it. As long as you continue to ignore that problem, it will always show up. A day will come when you'll be required to write a scholarship essay to go to college and they look at your essay. They pick it up and they say, oh, look at this human being. And the problem is that you will not be able to move forward. It's sometimes most of this, most of the issue that we are dealing with is not just the devil. Sometimes they are self-inflicted. But that's why I'm saying that if we are going to make progress in the new year, you need to first of all sit down and look at yourself and say, what are the issues that are going on in my life and how can I resolve it? Because unless you resolve it, you will not travel, you may not travel very far. If we hope to take advantage of the opportunities that God will make available for us in the new year, we must be ready and willing to break the yokes that are in our lives. The question then is, how do you break these yokes in your life? How do we come to the, how do you, you know, so that we can get to the position of breakthrough, the position of advancement? How do you break the limitations that the enemy has placed upon your life? How do you break the limitations that you yourself have placed upon your life? How do you break the yoke of the doors that you have opened unconsciously in the time of ignorance? How do you break that yoke? How do you break the yokes in your life? 
For us to break the yokes in our life, you must understand two things. The first thing you must understand is the source of that particular yoke. And number two is the nature of that yoke. Before you can deal with any yoke of the enemy in your life, you must understand these two basic things. One is the source of the yoke. Number two is the nature of the yoke. Why do we have to understand that? You must under you. Why must you find out the source and the nature of the yoke of, your, of the yoke in your life? You must find out because you need to know where that yoke is coming from, so that you can know how to deal with it. If the yoke is from the Lord. There is no point trying to cast out the devil because it's not going to go anywhere. It's not a question of the devil. It's the, it's the Lord dealing with you. Okay. If it is the yoke that is cast, that is put upon the, that is put upon your life by the devil, no amount of personal improvement will solve it. You have to rebuke the devil and it will flee from you. The point we are making is that you need to know where the yoke is from so that you can design and implement a, a an effective corrective action. If you don't, if you, if you don't know where it's coming from, you will not know how to deal with it. If you don't know its nature, you cannot deal with it. Now, there are general, three general sources of, you know, of yokes. Three general sources of yoke. Now, the first one is a yoke of God. The yoke that God puts upon the life of an individual. And that is true, and that happens through chastisement, which is meant to restrain you from bad behavior. Basically, to restrain you from destroying yourself. That's the time the Lord puts those kind of things in your life. To be able to develop trust in your life. To be able to help you. To be able to build trust in himself. And that is why he was telling Paul the apostle. He said this particular body that you put upon your life. He said you can pray from now till kingdom come. I am not taking it away. He said my grace is sufficient for you. In other words. There is a particular trouble in the life of Paul the apostle. That he prayed several times. And he said God if you just take this thing away. I'll probably do more for you. And God said no. You can't be, I don't want, I don't want to get into that particular bargain with you. This is what it is and it's going to remain with you. The second source of, the second source of a yoke in our life is the one that is inflicted in our life through the Satan and his agent. And this particular source of yoke is through demonic activities designed to pervert and prevent the purpose of God for your life. That's why the Bible tells us in the book of John chapter 10 verse 10. He said, the enemy, I said, I've come, the, the enemy comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come that I might, that you might receive life and receive it more abundantly. In other words, the Lord God Almighty makes us to understand that it is something that he puts in your life to be able to restrain you. But also the enemy puts some things in your life with intention to restrict and to restrain and to pervert the blessings of God for your life. The enemy already have an idea of where God is taking you. He knows what God can do with you. He knows what the Lord can accomplish through you. And then what he will do is that he will begin to pervert the way. He will begin to throw obstacles in your way. He will begin to put certain things in your way. And begin to make you to live under subjugation. And if you don't know your right as a child of God, you will accept it. And if you accept it, what happens? You are not able to get to where God wants you to get. So that's the second source of yoke. The third source of yoke is you. Is me. And that is through our actions, through our attitudes, through our habits, through our behavior that drives us into bondage. A person who is sexually perverse will be driven into sexual bondage. If somebody who is not financially restrained will be driven into financial bondage. A person who is not restrained in his word will be driven into all sorts of bondage. The Bible makes us understand that my people perish for lack of knowledge. In other words, as long as you live anyhow, as long as you expose yourself anyhow, you open yourself up to what? You open yourself up to the enemy to be able to inflict pain into your life. So the third source of yoke is you. So what about, you know, what about the nature of yokes? The nature of yokes are so diverse that we cannot even sit down here. 
But I'll just basically tell you that yokes can be physical and spiritual in nature. Yokes can be mental and emotional in nature. Yokes can be behavioral or attitudinal in nature. In other words, there are physical yokes when an individual suffers a physical pain in his life as a result of the as a result of the operations of the enemy. There are spiritual yokes upon the life of an individual whereby any time the sun comes up, that is when they go mental. Anytime there is a there is you know there's a demonic activity operating in their life that causes them not to be able to function the way they are supposed to function. There are spiritual yokes, there are physical yokes, there are mental yokes, there are emotional yokes. And that's why there's a lot of people who are, you know, a lot of people who are who are going through mental, uh, going through behavioral issue, going through mental issue right now. Because there is a lot of yoke that is going on in their life. There is behavioral yoke also, where people don't know how to behave. Where people behave in a destructive way. So there are several types of yoke. And, but that is not the focus of our study this morning. The more you know about the nature of the yoke that is confronting your life, the more easier it is for you to deal with it. If your yoke is, a spir- is spiritual in nature, then you attack it spiritually. If it is physical in nature, then you deal with it physically. If it is emotional in nature, then you deal with it emotionally. But you must know the nature of that particular yoke. Thank you very much for listening to our program today. We invite you to join us every Sunday at 10 a.m. for our Sunday worship service at 2711 Murfreesboro Road in Antioch, Tennessee. We also host Bible study and prayer meetings every Friday at 7 p.m. Visit us online at www.lifelonganointing.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Join us next time for another edition of Fresh Encounter. On behalf of Lifelong Anointing Church, we thank you for listening. Music